I am Ayana Yaya Ellis, and this is Behind the Lyrics. Check me out. I am Ayana Yaya Ellis, and this is Behind the Lyrics. And today we are going behind the lyrics of Love is Stronger Than Pride by Sade. And I got one of my good, good girlfriends with me. And we're going to discuss what that means. We're going to go behind the lyrics. We're going to probably share some stories, share some gems, and kind of just talk about this thing called pride that causes a lot of us to lose out on really, really good relationships, be it friendships, intimate relationships, business relationships, you name it. Pride is probably the number one reason why a lot of things don't work out because people, they really don't know how to articulate their feelings, I think. Mm -hmm. They're afraid to. So we're going to get into it. We're going to go behind the lyrics of Sade, Love is Stronger Than Pride. Okay? Let's talk about it. I love this damn song. Me too. I love this song. I won't pretend. I'm good at forgiving. Now, I think that was a very important opening line. And what I love about this song and what I love about what she said is that that's a reality. Like That is a line you could literally say to someone in real life, in real time, before, it's like your disclaimer, before you say what you have to say. Look, I'm not going to pretend <laughs> that I'm going to die if we never talk again, right? So mm -hmm. she said, I won't pretend that I intend to stop living. I'm not going to be dramatic to feed your ego, but I'm also not going to pretend that I'm good at forgiving. So I know I'm coming off cold and like I'm a bitch and like I don't care, but this is not really my lane. But she could also be saying that too, to say, hey, I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm imperfect. I'm imperfectly perfect. And I'm not, I'm not fronting right now. I'm not good at this. So. Yeah, 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 yep. And now she could be talking to anybody. Right. Now we know in this song, she's talking to her lover, her mate, her partner, whoever. It's an intimate mm -hmm. relationship. But this applies to all kinds of relationships. Right. Right? So right. let's see what else she's talking about. First of all, first of all, try to get on my nerves. With that red dress on that beach. The red dress with the with the teal scarf and these lyrics. She can go to hell. She's getting on my nerves. She got me in my feelings, and I don't even have no feelings to be into right now. But that is just what she does. That's but she, what does, she does. But she has, but this song does take me to a place. And I've been in this situation where I think people on the outside sometimes expect you to hate a person. Mm -hmm. And we're not talking about relationships. We're gonna we're gonna we're, so we're, 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 we're gonna put friendships and business shit aside because this song is about forgiving your lover, period. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. We're gonna get back to all that later. I think maybe you could have been in this situation. We all have been in this situation. I know I have where I was expected to really hate a person. Yes. Because of how they treated me. But love is stronger than pride. Right. She said, "Your love, 
her Did love for that person yet? overpowered overpowered her pride. Did she say it yet? No. I don't think she said it yet. It's coming right here. No. No, no, no. We're going to bring it back. Because what she said. No. No, we got to bring it back some more. Nope. Bring it back some more. Here she go right here. I can't hate you. And she tried. I, I No, I definitely tried to not give an F. But she ain't gonna lie to herself is, and tell herself, I still really, really love you. Long love is stronger than pride. Love is stronger than pride. Right? And I think when you're faced with that, when you're in a relationship like that, I think that is a time when you have to let me pause. I think that is a time where you have to quietly bow out of everything that's going on around you and make sense of this thing because in your heart you know you should hate this person now why should you hate this person because they're mistreating you they're doing some bullshit you're at a war with yourself now you're at a war with yourself you can't deal with the outside opinions right now you can't deal with all the voices all the different opinions and 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 the advice and the you know you need to get quiet within yourself and you need to assess assess what's within you for this person i know i should let him go i know i shouldn't be with him however i know how much i love him i know how much i want to be with him within yourself you're over you're weighing okay do i love him more than i more than i am proud or what is it and you can only decide or get the answer to that when you're silent and you don't have the outside noises right because in a situation like this other people's opinions is just not warranted right and you have to be honest with yourself too you have to be very no but i think in this song she's she's being so honest she's being very honest yeah she's like bruh i won't pretend i'm good at forgiving it don't get no more gullier than this. But I can't hate you, although I've tried. Listen. Listen. And it kind of makes you question yourself. And again, I can only speak for myself. I'm not going to just make up scenarios. I, I'm i very peoply. I'm very worldly. I've experienced just about, I think, everything. I think the only thing I've never experienced is somebody telling me my man is gay. <laughs> but... Whatever there was to experience, been there, done that, I got a t-shirt and a hat, and by the grace of God, I am here. I am here, I am healthy, I'm happily married, and it's all great. But I can speak on a lot of things, because right. I've, I've been in the shoes. And I think it's a fight within yourself, too, mm -hmm. where you're like, what is it about me that's not only allowing this person, allow me to still love this person and have empathy for this person and have any type of anything for this person when they're not doing right by me. Mm -hmm. It makes you question yourself. Right. It makes you question yourself. So now we could go back to the other things where in a lot of relationships, friendships, whatever ships, I think I can speak for myself where I've allowed things 
that other people can't explain and they don't understand. They're like, I would never. And I got a question myself where I'm just like, I don't know why. I don't know why I can't relate to Sade when she says, I'm, you know, she's no good at forgiving. I think I'm very forgiving. And I think that because it's based on your intention, if you intentionally set out to hurt me, I have a problem with that. She, but she's not saying, she's not saying that she can't forgive. She's saying she's just not good at it. Right. And in this situation, she wants to hate this person, right? But she can't. She can't because she knows that she loves this person way more than what she's feeling right now. And but she she's feels also guilty. Being, and she feels guilty, but she's being transparent like, hey, I'm not perfect. I'm not going to act like I'm going to stop living and I'm not going to act like this is an easy walk for me to forgive you or whatever. But I need you to know that I, I really love you. I, I do love you. Love, love is strong and pride. So love is strong and pride. She's battling. So she's pretty much the thoughts that the mm -hmm. thoughts that you would keep to yourself, she's outright sharing with this yes. man. Like I shouldn't even be telling you this. Right. But I'm struggling with being with you because I'm supposed to hate you, but I love you. Right. And I'm not gonna not be with you because my pride is telling me you shouldn't be with you shouldn't be with him because of what he did. My love overpowers right. what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. And that's why they say love is blind. Because it'll take over your mind. That's what Eve said. She sure Thick did. Thick is love is truly not. You need to elevate and fight. Because yeah, love she, is blind. She just said Okay. Now, we're going to go behind the lyrics to that some other time. to take the time of the place. But no, I feel like in a lot of relationships, it's, it's, it's specific to intimate relationships. But I think it's overall, you forgive people every day. You give people second chances every day. Mm -hmm. But you're, ex you're extending grace to people because you, because you yourself is not perfect. So you're going to want some grace given back to you too. And the person you extend grace to is not going to be the person who gives it back to you, but you're going to need some grace in your life at some point. No, at all the points. Because we all roam around this earth like we're perfect, whether we want to admit it or not. We don't want to admit our faults. And you don't really know your faults until somebody calls you out on it. You're going to be your most perfect self. That's what you're going to think to yourself. Right. right. I, ain't, right, I didn't right. do that. It's whatever. Until people start calling you out for the same thing. That mm -hmm. it's like. Hold on. Wait a minute now. <laughs> now, now you got to check yourself because maybe what I thought was shit, what, what I thought was roses is really shit. Right. At the end of the day. All right. Well. Yo, have you ever tried to hate a person? Yes. Takes a lot of energy. Expound. Go back in your mind, in your head, of what it felt like, what you were telling yourself, what you were doing, and then what brought you to the realization that it's not even about pride anymore, but I gotta let you go. I think for me to try to hate a particular person, 
I thought it was going to bring me peace. Mm. I thought it was going to make the feelings of love that I had easier to let go. So if Mm. I hated the person, it would be easier for me to love them less. And that's a lie to yourself, right? Because you harboring that, that hate, it tears away at you. It prolongs the healing process. It prolongs the healing process. And I, and I realized for me, I say this, I have said this quite often. When I stopped fighting is when I stopped, it was when I started to win. When I stopped, when I stopped fighting the negative feelings and doing the back and forth and, you know, you just, you just do dumb shit or say dumb shit for the person to notice you so they could just give you some form of attention. And when you let go, mm-hmm. you stop fighting. That's when I started to win. That's when I started to get the the correct attention that I wanted, whether from whether that we person getting, or just overall, I was getting healthy attention mm. as opposed to dysfunctional attention. Because attention, whether it's functional or dysfunctional, is still attention. What is an example of unhealthy attention? Texting someone on some BS. And then they calling you to go back and forth with you. That's unhealthy. That's dysfunctional. The, 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 the nitpicking and the back and forth and just the person can never do anything right. You just want to find something wrong just so you can have a conversation with the person. And it's dysfunctional as hell. But you got mm. the person's attention. Right. Versus. Versus. Healthy attention. Healthy loving attention, someone who's going to pour into you instead of calling you to pull away from you, to withdraw from you. Somebody that wants to give themselves to you. Right. You know how it feels when you having a back and forth conversation, you hang up the phone and you feel drained. That's dysfunctional. Yeah, I think we, I'm sorry, yeah. As opposed to a healthy conversation or healthy attention. And when you hang up the phone, you feel refreshed. It's like, yo, but you have to heal to know the difference between the two. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why in in relationships, and I'm going to speak for women because I'm not a man. Mm -hmm. I think that's why a lot of us go through so many dysfunctional relationships. It's not because we're not worthy. It's because we don't know ourselves and we're not willing to admit our faults. Right. Mm -hmm. It comes a point in time where you can't, you can't be 50 years old. You can't even be 40 years old, in my opinion, screaming niggas ain't shit. Agreed. What were you doing all of these years where you haven't learned anything? There is a pattern. You whether it's the type of man you date, or whether it's something that you do in relationships that causes them to end. There's there's a common denominator somewhere that only that woman knows, right? But like you said, you said it before, you date to the level of your self-esteem. So if your self-esteem is poor, that's what you're going to attract. You're going to attract piss poor personalities. Right. If you feel like all you can attract is a man that, I don't know, some bullshit that's beneath you. I can't even call it right now. Mm -hmm. That's what you're going to attract because you feel like you're, I feel like you, you women, we program ourselves because of our esteem. We program ourselves to say all men cheat. We program ourselves to say, I'm not going to get this type of man. All I'm going to get is this. 
you program yourself to attract what you attract based yeah, on you how also, you feel about yourself. Right. But you also, some people, some people also do that too, to protect themselves. Because if I set the expectation that every man cheats, so if the man cheats on me, I'm not going to be, it's, it's not, it's nothing. I already had this expectation, but well, it's, it's, a, it's a vicious cycle because that's self-sabotage and it's bullshit. And it's self-sabotage, it's bullshit, and you're also willing the negative to come your way if you that's the expectation that you set. Yeah, I don't even think it's your ex- I don't even think it's a woman's expectation. I think it's their fi- for example, I see it now now let's be clear. Not mm-hmm. every woman wants to be married, right? True. Mm-hmm. But you see a lot of women saying, I don't be married, marry is a piece of paper, yada yada yada. And I think a lot of women say that because Unfortunately, they really want to be married, but they don't think anybody's going to marry them because they don't think they're worth it. So they just kind of, that's their defense mechanism. They put it out there. So if they never get married, we got it on record that this bitch said, I never want to get married anyway. When deep in your heart, you crave that commitment. So that's a defense mechanism you feel in? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in case you, in case nobody ever marries you, it's on record. Well, I ain't ever, you, you get 50, 60 years old, and why are you never married? I ain't never want to get married, because that's what you put out there. Right. But in your heart, you're suffering, because you know that's what you're for. well, you mm-hmm. want that commitment. You know what I'm saying? You want that, you know, being in this situation, you realize there is a difference. Mm-hmm. It is a level of commitment. It is the highest. It's the only level of commitment. Honestly, there's no, there's nothing under that. When we, you're, when you're married, that is commitment. Nothing That's else it. is commitment. That's it. Nothing else is commitment. Everything else is fair game. You don't understand commitment until you get there. Hold on now. Hold on now. <laughs> Hold on now. Hold on now. Because if you want to go there, we can. Listen. You've been married a really long time and you've been married twice. Mm-hmm. I've been married a little over a year. Mm-hmm. And I can admit, I got married in my mid forties, and I'm I'm fine as hell. I don't look okay, like now at your big age, okay. Don't. my big age, let's talk about it. I ain't washed up. I ain't getting married because I'm getting old. I got married because it was time. Yeah, because mentally, I had never been here mentally. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Prior to this person coming into my life, I was a mess. Mm-hmm. As I like to say, I was a young, breastfed child running wild out here. <laughs> and mentally, I really had no respect for marriage. I would just be honest. Mm-hmm. Because of how I moved, it just was what the fuck it was. Yeah. But that is because of, that's because I realized all my relationships were dysfunctional. Mm. And nobody had respect for nobody. There was no respect all across the damn board, from me to him to her to who, there was no respect ever in the building. Not, never. And it wasn't until I took myself seriously, and I admitted to myself. Let's let's just let's be clear here. You you ready for some church? Mm-hmm. Because it's real hard to look in the mirror and admit to yourself, I'm fucking up. And I'm tired of myself and I'm tired of these relationships and I'm tired of this shit. It gotta be something I'm doing. 
And what that thing is, is between you and your God. You ain't got to yes. share that with nobody, right? right. Mm -hmm. And for me, once I realized my pattern, once I realized what I was doing to attract the situationships that I was attracting, it was all or nothing. I had to say, I'm done. I'm not giving this type of nigga the time of day. If you got this going on, I don't want to be bothered. Nobody from my past can't come in my face. And then you go through this lonely phase. So you were sick of yourself at this point. Absolutely. But then Mm -hmm. when you get sick of yourself, it gets real lonely. When you set stand, when you get standards and boundaries. Yes. Oh, it's the loneliest period of your life. Yes. Because you're not just accepting anything. Mm -hmm. Now, Oh, this bit serious? Damn, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I can't go over there. I can't call. I can't. This, this go with every friendship, relationships, all the ships, the yeah. love boat, everybody. Yeah. You shifted your matter. energy. You you shifted your energy when you got fed up, right? Yeah. So, you know, we we, we throw this word energy around, but your energy your energy introduces you before you even speak, right? So those other bullshit relationships or whatever, that's what she was giving off. So that's what she was right. attracting. But it's hard to add, but it's, it's hard as a woman to admit that, right? I'll tell you when you hear women say, yeah, look, this, this nigga ain't never going to stop loving me. He going to always call. It's not because he love you. He, he know you a dummy. It's hard to admit that. It was hard. It, but it, I've been there mm-hmm. too, way too many times that I can't admit, right? Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. let your ego tell you Your that pride. these men keep calling you and keep coming around and been around you all these years because you that bitch. No, you that stupid. And they know they can call you until you and put them boundaries. Yep. Right. Until you put up them boundaries and they know I can't come to her with that bullshit. Nope. So now your phone get dry. Real it dry. gets, your, your phone get dry, your pussy get dry. dry. Everything is dry. And now you have to rebuild yourself Mm -hmm. all over again. And you can no longer connect with those people because all they know is what they knew. Right. And they're not having you. No, no, no. And they're not having you, respecting you, and dealing with you no other way because they want the easy way. And you you allowed them that. Mm -hmm. You throw them boundaries up. Right. No, that's your pattern. Right. They only they only did what you allowed, right? Right. You put the boundaries up, so now you got this wall. You got these motherfuckers over here, and you have nothing over here. The fight is, yeah. right? But the fight is loving yourself, right? You got to love yourself. You're not filling up your time with all this empty shit. I got to sit in this silence and deal. It's an addiction almost, right? It's like fasting. Damn. I want to do this shit over here so bad. I want a taste of this shit so bad. But if I just make it through, ah, over there is going to be so good. I was reborn when I was broken. Listen, you know what I mean? So when I put them boundaries up, it got real lonely. Yeah. But I said, don't go back because what you want is on the other fucking side of this wall. Right. And bitch. And bitch. All I can say is, 
<laughs> put them boundaries up, ladies. Whoever's right. listening, I promise you, it's, it's going to be lonely. It's going to be ugly. It's going to feel crazy. You're going to be hungry. You're going to be thirsty. I tell you like this. You don't go shopping for food when you're hungry. You're going to pick up any bullshit off the shelf. And then you're going to bring it home and realize, why well, I got all this shit in here. And it's going to go to waste. Go shopping when you need it. When you need that fulfillment. When you don't have anything to lose. When it's just you. When it's mm -hmm. just freaking you because if you out there trying to just grasp for shit you're going to come home with bullshit in your cart you're going to come home you're going to have bullshit in your home you're you have to have be conscious bullshit. too though you have to be conscious because you have to be conscious to say well i'm hungry and i got to do something to fulfill me right now before i even go out there to go grocery shopping because if i go out there I'm going to grab some bullshit so let me handle what i need to handle right now let me just go and boil some eggs or something do I eat a salad? Yeah, let, let me just go on and, and, and give my body what it needs right now so when I go out there, I'm choosing the right things. Or the right things are being attracted to me too. You understand right. what I'm saying? That's so right. but back to the whole commitment thing, you will not understand commitment until you understand yourself and you do the work within yourself and, you, and you're honest with yourself. Because commitment could come your way and you and you that shit you bullshit around and you lose it because you're not ready. Been there, and you know that. Been there, I would have missed, almost missed it, right? Mm -hmm. Almost missed it because it wasn't something I was used to. I wasn't used to this approach. Yeah. And again, it goes back to immaturity. It goes back to your ego. It goes back to so many things where I look at that attention and all of that stuff cuz cuz I'm me shit and I and they going to buy me stuff and I'm going to go here it's, it's all fun and games till it ain't right right and so when you mature and you realize and I the, the thing is in my defense I've always realized though it just the, the heart and the mind just wasn't they wasn't in alignment things just weren't in alignment but I've always been a deep person and I've always yearned and knew I, this is this is what I need, right? But in the meantime, I guess this is what I'm doing, right? Right. I didn't know how to sit in silence. Mm. I didn't know how to be by myself. So I kept that rasta rostering. It was rasta right. pasta, bitch. It was whatever. Like pasta. it was rasta pasta. Like it was nothing for me. Right. I never knew what it felt like to be lonely until I wanted more. Right. Until I realized I deserve more. It was nothing to just. And I never had to hold my breath. He gonna hit me back. It ain't nothing. It's nothing. And you realize this ain't about nothing. Mm -hmm. I don't want this. So now you get to this level of commitment. So and you let I, go. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, and mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. It wasn't until I got married, like I said. I had no respect. I can't even say I had no respect. That's a little harsh. I just didn't, whatever. I guess that's no respect, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, it's whatever. Mm -hmm. You don't know until you know. So, but now I'm dead now that I'm in it. Like, I can't speak on marriage if I ain't ever been married. And I've done that wrong and strong in a lot of situations, but I just couldn't, I didn't see the difference. Like, okay, if I get married, what the F is supposed to change? Oh, bitch, everything. 
the mentality, your outlook. Oh, it changes, ho. But I could speak, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm married, there's certain things that I'm not going to do. There's certain places I'm not going to go. There's certain situations I'm not going to place myself in. And I would expect the same from my husband. But this is what happens when you let go of your pride and you let love overpower. Waiting for the sun to rise. Sade recognizes in this moment he's never going to change. Nope. He's never going to change. It's all too clear. Things Things come come and go. Just like the sun. Waiting for this man to change. Girl, you better talk about it, Sade. Like Wait, info, and like... around, he's gonna be cold. Oh, he's oh. gonna be cold and nasty. So, oh. it ain't There's... even worth it to stay around. There may even be snow. There may even be snow. Oh, I love you, oh. but I realize that you're not the one for me, and you're I'm not a nasty pretend. motherfucker. And you you're are nasty. You're, you're not good to me. You're not good for me. And I should hate you. And I have tried. But but I still really, really love I you. I still really, really love you. Because my love is strong. But that's her pride. speaking her truth and her being transparent with herself. She knows what it is. She ain't bullshitting herself. But why do you think a lot of women have a problem with that? And it, it, it seems like it's an easy, it's an easy answer to a question. It's pride, right? What? Admitting that they love someone that they shouldn't. Right, we get it. It's a pride thing. That's that's what the song calls for, right? Yeah, it's a pride thing. But but, but, but hold on. But like just being transparent. Let's just say you and I are talking, mm-hmm. and let's just say you know, as my friend, that I really, 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 really love this person. You know this because you've been with me through whatever situation. But I'm sitting up here in your face, playing in your face, telling you, I don't give a fuck about that nigga. I don't care. Uh, why? Why can't I just say to you, damn, I know, I know I feel so stupid for loving this nigga, but I do. I do, Rose. I love him. I, I can't. I can't. I can't not love him. I don't know how to not love him. I know I shouldn't. I know it looks crazy. But I love them. But that comes with maturity, right? That comes with a certain level of emotion, emotional intelligence. When you bullshitting, playing in my face, saying, I don't like it. You lying to yourself. You ain't lying to me. Because mm. mm. I'm not the one in the situation. It's you. However, you may not be transparent with me, maybe because you don't want to feel ashamed, or maybe you don't want to feel away or be viewed or be judged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However. Mm-hmm. It's your conscience you have to deal with at the end of the day. So the minute you decide that you're going to be transparent and open and vulnerable, that's where the maturity comes in for me. Like that's where I, freedom I, comes in too. They say fr- freedom too. Yeah, like I'll set you free. Right. And would I would would I have the same advice in my twenties or thirties? Probably not. I've had to live a little to realize. Hey. 
no one's perfect. We all go through things. We all love people that we shouldn't have loved and yada, yada, but we're here now, right? Um, I just feel like that a lot of that has to do with emotional maturity. Some people are not emotionally mature. You have people in their 50s. You have grown-ass men and women that are still on some bullshit because they're either ashamed or they don't know how to be transparent with, transparent with themselves. Just because you age don't mean that you mature. Yeah. I think my level of transparency came from being exposed early. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's kind of it's kind of like I'm going to beat you to it. Yeah. And so I, I've learned to balance it out, but there was a time where I think I, I exposed too much about myself mm-hmm. because... I just always felt like people knew things. Mm-hmm. And there was a time where I thought I was being extra private about things that were going on in my life that was not nice. And people knew about it and they started talking about me. So in my head, for some time, I just felt like anytime I was going through something effed up, people know. So let me tell you all my shit first, this way, you can't hurt me what was already hurting me. But that turned out to be, that turned out to be beneficial for you. Right. But it also taught me discernment. Right. And, and a lot of other things. Whereas right. now I'm still very transparent because that's just who I am, but there's a balance in what I share and what I don't share. Right. And I, but be- and, mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go. No, I was just going to say doing that allowed you to live in your truth too and hearing yourself put your business out there it's like okay i'm telling you about me you can't tell me about me and it's like i'm living in my truth and you can't rob me of nothing yeah i think that every woman should definitely experience a moment of transparency it it gives you a sense of freedom it gives you a sense of strength it teaches you not to hide and it also learns you who your people are because you learn a lot about your people when you are going through some embarrassing we like like we're talking about love here right Mm -hmm. we're talking about love and love ain't easy not in the least. Love ain't easy. And based on how you were raised, what you were taught, what you were, what you experienced, each and every time is going to be different. Each and every time you're going to keep, you're supposed to learn, right? From you're young till you get it right. You right. learn, you learn, you learn. And, and shit going to overlap. You're going to go through something in one relationship. I'm not going to do that in the next relationship, but damn it, I'm going to go through this. You're constantly collecting stones and rocks and gems along the way until you pretty much got all the experience that you need. And you may not have to go through 5,000 relationships. It don't take that that much drama. Everybody's different. But you you get to your level of whatever you need to where you say, I'm done. I'm done feeling this way. I'm done being treated this way. It takes some self-reflection. And you say, I'm ready. I am ready for a relationship that is solid, that is good. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for that. And you don't deal with anything that is not of that shit. 
Right. You get you have your. When I was sick of myself, mm-hmm. I wrote down my non-negotiables, my standards, my boundaries, because people will make you feel away for having standards and boundaries. This is yes. your life that you're talking about. You have to have standards and boundaries. The only people that got a problem with that is people that's, that want to take advantage of you. Right. Right. People that, that was there to use you. So I, I had my standards and my non-negotiables. And I said, if he is not coming with this, this, that, 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 I don't care about nothing else about outside of nothing. These things right here is what matters to me. I don't give a fuck about nothing else. Right. Nigga, you could walk up in here with one leg on a kickstand and a fucking one eye with a fish tank in that bitch. If you got these five, I fucks with you. Right. Nothing else matters. These are my core. These are my standards. These are my rules. This is what speaks to my heart, my mind, my body, and my soul. But you had to go through what you went through to get here. Absolutely. So my message to anyone that's listening is do not let people talk you out of having your standards and your non-negotiables. You will probably hear you doing too much. You asking for too much. No, you're not. You asking the wrong person and the right person. You won't have to ask. Right. You are who you are. You want what you want. Go for that shit. Stand by it. Stick by it. Don't bend your rules. Don't nobody tell you you're too old, you got too many kids, you this, you that. None of that matters. If you are living, if you can reciprocate what you require, can't nobody tell you nothing. Mm -hmm. Because I haven't asked for anything that I'm not in a position to give in return. Yes. So it's all fair game. If you can give what you're asking, I don't care what it is, go for it. And but that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, and it's okay to be not for too long, but it's okay to be in a situation where your love is stronger than your pride and it's a little funky. I'm not gonna recommend you stay in a situation where it's obviously disrespectful and crazy. Mm And I'm not in a position to tell you what's disrespectful and crazy. You know what it is, right? Right. You know what you could deal with. However, no relationship is perfect. Mm -hmm. And just be very mindful of outside voices Mm. telling you. What you should or should not do or what they would do if they were you or, yeah. Because only you know that person. Only you know how they make you feel. Only you know that bond. Only you only you know. And you definitely can't take advice from someone that ain't never been in your shoes, that is not well-versed in relationships and love or marriage or whatever your thing is. Yeah. Like, you're not going to take hair advice from a bald-headed bitch. You're not going to take health advice from somebody that's old. You know what? You're not going to take yeah. dental advice from a bitch that's missing her side tooth. So you got to make it make sense. Yeah, when that's you, true. When when you take a chance, pay attention to who you're taking it from. When you take right. advice, pay attention to the source. Right. Always keep the source in mind. And then from there you say, I'm going to pay. I'm going to hear what she say because mm-hmm. I, think, I think she might know what she's talking about. Right. 
we all are going to be a fool in love to some degree. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, because that's how you learn. That's how you grow. That man or that woman you with is not perfect. Y'all grow together. And it's about making the progress. It's about, okay, we button heads. You fucking up. I'm fucking up. Whatever it is. There's progression, there's remorse, there's growth, there's this. I forgive you. Let's grow. Let's move on. Let's move. Listen, you think these people that have been together for 50, 60 years ain't go through their shit? You think Big Ma and fucking Earl been together 50 years because Earl was perfect? Earl cheated. Big Ma had to walk around this motherfucker and see some little kids with the same face as her husband in the neighborhood because he done stepped out and made babies someplace. That's what she, that's what her bandwidth could ex- allow. And that's what she chose. And that's fine. But you, you don't and go that's around her business, right? You don't go around judging people for why they decide to stay in their marriage or how they work things out. You're on the outside looking in, you're, you're in the audience, you're, you're an observer, you're not in it. So love I, is I had stronger s- than pride. Love is stronger than pride. And I had someone ask me, how did you know? When you got when you were going through your your tough spots with your husband, how did you know you should have stayed and worked on it? Mm. And for me, it was he never made the same mistake twice. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. He never made the same mistake twice. If I brought it to him. And I did not like what was going on. At that moment, he he consciously made sure I'm not going to do this again. I'm not going to put her through this again. Or if he felt like, mm-hmm. but it was it was some deep, heavy conversations that needed to be had. I had my boundaries to say, I don't like that. You need to come at me correctly. And so it was like, okay, baby, I'm sorry. You're right. I shouldn't have said this or whatever, whatever. And mm. I questioned myself at one point. I was like, why did you stay? Mm. He never made the same mistake twice. He consciously made an effort to do right by me. And that's why I stayed. If in a moment of turbulation, for lack of a better word, and emancipation and consummation. <laughs> no hesitation. In this... Go no ahead, say it. No demonstration. <laughs> let's go to the shop. Here we go. No, seriously, let's just say in a moment of turbulence in the mm-hmm. marriage, your husband had an indiscretion. Mm-hmm. Would you extend that same? Hold on and just take hear, hear what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Let's just say things was really, really, really. You niggas was on some. I'm about to get these papers. Mm-hmm. Like like Usher said, I'm ready to get these papers, and it's bad. And y'all sleeping in separate rooms and things like that. Mm-hmm. And your husband had an indiscretion. Mm-hmm. And and we don't got to get into the the details, but it was proven that it was a one-time thing 
nothing emotional. It was nothing. It was something he did in the midst of the bullshit that y'all had going on. And let's just say, as y'all tried to work things out, he said, baby, I, I got to tell you something. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to say only because he admitted it to you, you forgive him. But I'm just going to mm -hmm. give that scenario, whether you found mm -hmm. out or whether he told you and we could verify it was a one time nothing. That bitch live on Mars. That bitch got a green head and a purple ass. We ain't never going to see her again. Right. Mm -hmm. Either way, you can verify and confirm it's nothing. Mm -hmm. And you found out and he had that indiscretion. Would you extend that same grace? Because he never did it again. Or. Or. Would your pride be stronger than your love? Now, I'm. 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 I'm gonna need I'm, you to know that you stand in the court of a law. No, I understand. I've been in situations where the indiscretions have happened, but they weren't a one-time thing, and I stayed. So if it was to happen now, I honestly don't know what I would do. You can't compare the two, and I'm going to tell you why. I know I cannot compare the two. Okay, but you I, know I'm why. So I'm right, I know why. Okay. I know why two different times in my life, but I'm the common denominator in the situation, right? My heart right now, yeah, I would extend grace. My mind, nah, bitch, get out. Mm -hmm. Right. Is your mind um, the pride? My mind is the pride. Mm -hmm. My heart is where the love resides. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would extend the same grace, but it would be a di it, it it wouldn't be something that would happen overnight. It, yeah, it, it would. Yeah, it would be. It, it would be some trust building. It would be some counseling. It would, it would, yeah, it would be yeah. a lot. But you yeah, don't think, but, but you, you got to understand people that have been together all these years, that's right. what it requires. Your, it does you require. Are, that's what marriage is. Your commitment to be right. with this person and work through whatever so long as they're not a fucking predicate felon in this shit. They're right. not a, a repeat offender. Different situations are going to happen. You have to be willing to work it out with this one person. Right. No matter what. That right. is marriage. That is a commitment. You have to be committed to reinventing yourself. This is what I'm learning because I think I'm grown now. I think I'm grown now. But you have to be committed to reinventing yourself over and over and over again for that one person. And that's the realest thing. That's what marriage is about. It ain't like we, for the weak. It's not for the weak. And what we said, you know, before, people think your vows or to the person. Your vows is not to the person. Your vows is to God, the universe, whomever, the higher being that you are going to take care of this person. But what if and you, you don't believe in God? You can't get married. Who do you, who are you making? I'm not saying I'm not for? saying you can't get. I'm not saying you can't get married. But you maybe those vows are to that person that you're going to take care of them. I know for me, both times, <laughs> my vows were. I'm going to do the best that I can to do do right by you, right? And I'm expecting yeah. the same from you, Yeah. you know, but my promise is to a higher being. 
Yeah. It, it's, so it's not an easy, it's not an easy walk in the park. And yeah. I have to understand that just like we said before, I'm going to extend you grace, but I might need some grace extended to me at one point because I'm not perfect either. Yeah, I agree. You know, but people, people disappoint God every day. We really do. Right. Mm -hmm. And so this is why people step out on their marriage. Nobody's Mm -hmm. perfect. We're not thinking about God when we step out. People Mm -hmm. are not thinking about what would Jesus do. Right. So I think in the moment of extending your vows and, you know, you're feeling that, but then life goes on. And to, yeah. be, to be realistic, we're not, we don't got God on our mind every day when it comes to our marriage, right? right but, yeah, but as human beings, true, we slip, we fuck up, we mess up, right. you know, so. So what about my point is, though, when you say your vow is to God, yeah, you make a vow before God, right. but your vow is not to God. That's my opinion. We mm-hmm. are humans on this earth, physical. My vow is to you your vow is to me. We made mm-hmm. this vow before God. So it's kind of like making a vow in front of your parents. It's like telling right. your parents, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna have no company when you um at work. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do this. And then the minute you think they turn their back, you're doing bullshit. The minute you think God ain't paying attention, you fuck around and you find out. Mm-hmm. But your everyday vow is to that person that you stood before and held right. their hand and allowed yeah. them to put a ring on your finger. That's who you owe it to. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to be cognizant of that and you have to wake up every day and like that person and live with that person and understand that person is not perfect. And should Mm -hmm. they fuck around, what are they going to find out? That's just, we don't know. We just don't know. But you got to have grace and you got to just figure that shit out on your own. And you can't let pride, because they say there's pride before the fall. That pride is a motherfucker. It's one of the sins. Pride comes before the fall. So before mm-hmm. you so prideful in anything you do, just, 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 just think about it. But um, I enjoyed you, girl. Thank you. I enjoyed you too. We could be here for another five hours. What's, what's the next song? <laughs> what, what, what's next song? I'm back. She go, y'all. She coming back, y'all, because she like to talk shit. This is behind the lyrics of Sade, Love is Stronger Than Pride. I hope y'all learned something. I hope y'all received something. Tell a friend, bring them on, and email me at behind the lyrics podcast at gmail.com. If you got a lyric you want to go behind and you want to talk about it, because I am here seven days a week. <laughs> All God right. Y'all. Bye. Good night. Bye. I am Ayana Yaya Ellis, and this is Behind the Lyrics. Check me out.